Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay, Atlanta's new standard in payroll. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, OnPay. Without them, we can't share these important stories. Today on Atlanta Business Radio, we have Rahul Saxana with Georgia Tech's CreateX program. Welcome, Rahul. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about CreateX. Sure. CreateX is Georgia Tech's initiative to help students launch real startups. Um, We actually have a twofold mission of instilling entrepreneurial confidence and uh, launching real companies out of Georgia Tech. And we focus largely on what we say the uh, students are doing in the dorm room. So how does this differ from all the other initiatives that Georgia Tech is uh, working on uh, that serves the startup community? Sure. Uh, So where Georgia Tech is focused on is we've uh, there have been organizations like Venture Lab, our partner, uh, which is one of our partner organizations, uh, ATDC, that have helped either mature companies or what has been uh, largely Georgia Tech intellectual property related startups come out of Georgia Tech. Uh, what CreateX is focusing on is, you know, largely non-Georgia Tech and IP. So these are what students are doing in the classrooms or uh, ideas that they have that they want to launch on the side where um, they own all the IP and, you know, are interested in moving forward with it. There's a lot of just great talent and just creative ideas to solve uh, the problems that they face on a regular basis or that they see in their daily lives. So what was kind of the genesis of this idea to really cater to this group and to really um, kind of wall off how this is different than the other initiatives that are at Georgia Tech? Sure. Uh, so I'm an alumni from the late nineties and, uh, I can say, uh, from my experience and the experience of a lot of alumni during those years, um, Georgia Tech didn't emphasize as much on entrepreneurship in those early areas, early times. Um, you know, they, the type of jobs that were available, the type of opportunities were largely with some of the larger companies that were established out there. And so, in order to help facilitate, you know, just mindset of students saying, hey, I can do entrepreneurship. Um, uh, I can do a startup. It's not a big deal to give it a shot. If it doesn't work out, so be it. Um, there's no better time to do a startup than while you're uh, while you're in school, just to give it a uh, give it a try. And that mindset wasn't as uh, available or prevalent on campus. Um, this is why we have that twofold mission I talked about earlier about instilling entrepreneurial confidence. We want students to be able to say, hey, this is a pretty neat idea. Or look, you know, this thing I've created really does solve a problem. How do I take it forward to the next step? Um, and so CreateX was to help students have a pathway to figure that out where, you know, it wasn't uh, always something that had deep intellectual property or deep uh, deep value, deep technology, I should say, based on research where millions of dollars of research has gone through, but does solve a problem and there's a market for it. 
Now, it's interesting that you are um, kind of working in this space because uh, historically, at least, the startup community is almost like a unicorn or bust mentality where if this thing doesn't scale, if this doesn't, you know, you know, generate hundreds of millions of dollars, we failed, and I'll just move on to the next thing. This sounds like you're going after uh, um, maybe more of the aspirational entrepreneur or the person that wants to maybe have gone from a side hustle to this or to open their mind that, hey, this may not be a unicorn, but it could still be a great lifestyle business or it could even be a great business for you that just stays you know, in the single million dollar range, and that's okay. Absolutely. Um, so we want our students to think big and be untethered to kind of uh, conventional limitations. We want them to go after big companies, you know, be unicorns and so forth. But for us, um, we do want to just more get them exposed to the entrepreneurial mindset, that um, uh, that understanding of, of launching, failing fast, pivoting, uh, trying new different types of uh, ideas out there, and that is how we maintain in, from an you know from our academic initiative of helping students grow, um, getting them exposure to uh, different aspects of um, entrepreneurship. We're we're helping them out where we don't need you know to uh, from a VC, uh, unlike in a VC where you need every company to be this unicorn. We're not doing it from an investment, financial investment standpoint, where we need these returns to justify our program. Um, we're doing it one first, student first, um, help the entrepreneurial, uh, uh, just that environment, that ecosystem, that confidence that comes in and saying that what's the process of being an entrepreneur, of understanding who your customers are, what's the problem that needs to be solved. And for us, um, what we find is that the students are coming in at a very raw stage in the sense that um, they have, they may have a problem that they're going after and then giving them this pathway allows them to iterate, pivot when needed, and then they'll evolve into a much broader market or broader business than they originally thought um, was applicable for what they were doing. So if, uh, if, Having your student not uh, found the next unicorn, if that isn't necessarily the thing that gets you all excited, which I'm sure you would be excited if that happened, what are some of the outcomes that do get your team high-fiving each other at the end of the week? What is those kind of uh, breadcrumbs or um, clues that you, you're doing some impactful work? I think the... Uh on one level, it's getting students who understand, you know, um, the evidence-based entrepreneurship side of doing a business. So back in the day, you know, you probably heard the expression, entrepreneurs were born, not made. And what we're showing is that we can produce entrepreneurs with a methodology. What the, the quote, natural born entrepreneurs knew is, hey, talk to customers, you know, find out from the customers, do people want what you're selling? Um, are, are you solving the problem that um, is the problem that you want to solve really a problem for them? And instilling that process can be applied to, you know, even if you're going to a bigger company that's trying to figure out innovation to doing a startup, um, 
uh, understanding and defining the problem first before jumping to a solution is, uh, I think, one of the most important skill sets going forward, no matter what you want to do. Um, the students who are exhibiting that, who go through and aren't afraid of having 50 customer discovery calls where you know they're defining the problem is a huge win. And we see a lot of those students are the most successful. It may be you know, what we've seen in CreateX during the, um, we launched in about 2014. And since then we've launched 300 plus startups. We did 80 startups um, this past summer, 70 the year before that, and about 46 the year before that. And the startups that are the most successful are the ones who are um, talking to customers, pivoting when they need to, and just being scrappy, not tethered to any train of thought or what they think the solution should be. And we've seen some, seen some great outcomes come out of that. So what's your background? How did you get involved with this? Sure. Um, I'm a Georgia Tech engineer with mechanical engineering I, um, from the late 90s. I, I did a European master's and then moved out to the Bay Area right at the peak of the bubble um, and wrote it down. I joined a startup there that had just raised some money um, in biotech uh, area, worked with some really smart people and saw, saw how a bunch of engineers can run a company into the ground, if you will where you tend to over-design, you know, put out a solution that you think is the right one and not what the market needs at the time uh, and miss a market a, a, as a result of it. Um, so it was a great experience for me over uh, during that time frame. Um, couldn't have gotten it any other way. I moved, um, came back to Atlanta to do some entrepreneurial stuff and then joined Emory to go to business school. And right after I, uh, I got to know a lot of the entrepreneurial ecosystem during that time, um, made a special effort to really get to meet some of the venture capitalists and the entrepreneurs here. And then uh, joined a, a VC firm here in town called Serif Group that um, was a brand new firm. We were an entrepreneurial VC firm where we had to make sales as we were doing deals. 90% um, of our portfolio while I was there was on the West Coast. Um, so got to see a lot of the innovation that was happening there and some compelling startups. And then um, uh, uh, did that for a few years and um, one of our portfolio companies went sideways um, and stepped in to do a turnaround and once I got it sold to a, um, uh, a public company called Tyler Technologies was looking for my next thing and saw this initiative that CreateX had already started with some colleagues of mine from the past and got really excited that Georgia Tech was addressing this issue during my time on the West Coast, I was always uh, frustrated that Georgia Tech, the students coming out of Georgia Tech didn't have this mindset of doing entrepreneurial, um, uh, trying out startups, if you will. And during my time there, you know, you had students coming out on their second or third startup. I was like, why can't Georgia Tech do this? And now we're seeing that with CreateX and really wanted to be part of that story. Now, can you share with our listeners, since you have been exposed to both coasts when it comes to this kind of an ecosystem that works, can you talk about maybe some of the similarities between the Atlanta and the West Coast uh, startup ecosystem and what maybe you wish Atlanta had that it lacks? You know, I think part of the reason Atlanta probably took a little bit longer 
to get here. Um, it didn't have a big body of water next to it, right? It's one of those funny things that a city of this size shouldn't exist without a big body of water, which somehow attracts a lot of the major city, um, bigger city resources. With all that said, um, there's this importance of the community and the people in it identifying with other success stories. In the Bay Area, you have so much success that's happened that um, you know, I can throw a rock down a sidewalk, I'll hit a couple of entrepreneurs, they'll give me good advice, and you know, that's that's relevant. And it in Atlanta, it took a little bit longer for that ecosystem to happen. And so um, I think a lot of the startups that were successful, some um, the founders um, didn't as much go through that repeat cycle where, you know, you're going on to, okay, sold one company, let me start the next. And as you saw that grow more since uh, over the last 10 years in Atlanta and really over the last five years where now you have multiple unicorns in town, you've had these uh, uh, founders that have been really successful. I think a lot of people are looking at us like, oh, maybe I can do this or I can relate to the story of how they started early on. And um, they start getting that confidence that uh, to give entrepreneurship a, a shot. That coupled with the fact that it's never been more capital efficient to start a company. The, you know, you can do, you, you can launch a company or launch a product on, you know, a few, you know, probably less than a few thousand dollars. Whereas in the past 15, 20 years ago, you needed several million dollars to do the same thing. Um, and so the the biggest thing that I, I, see that's a, a different right now is just this ecosystem and some great mentors and ecosystem here where um, a lot of founders are giving back and mentoring some of the younger, newer um, founders that are coming in. These companies that are big and successful are creating an, a halo effect. Their employees are seeing it. They're like, oh, I have this idea. I want to move forward with it. And that halo effect is what's really key in, in um just basically fostering and building that ecosystem here in town. Yeah, I think that the West Coast, because of the density of startups, that if one of them blew up, you could land somewhere else pretty easily. It wasn't like game over. And now we're starting to get that here, where if you want to stay in the startup community, you can bounce from one startup to the other, or start a new one and, and you know get some other founders with you. The ecosystem's getting that level of density where – that's pretty easy if you really are inclined to do so. That's right. I think it's um, uh, that and just the pool of talent that's here and, you know, the fact that we have such, you know, I, I think there's no better place to start a do a startup right now than Atlanta, just in the diversity of talent, the different types of industries that are here. And you have a city that's really all in on growing this entrepreneurial ecosystem um, more now than ever before I've seen. So walk uh, me through the, the CreateX process. So do I have to be a Georgia Tech student in order to participate or is this open to anybody? So we work with students at a really um, early stage. So we've taken in students from some of the local schools from Georgia State and Spelman too. Uh, we are largely Georgia Tech where one co-founder should be Georgia Tech affiliated. We never want to dictate who your co-founders are. 
Um, you know, that's a very personal decision. So we've had, you know, 20, 30 schools around the country represented as, you know, their best friends or their sisters, brothers. Um, we've even had parent, um, uh, mother, daughter, father, son type of uh, founders come through the program. Our biggest requirement is just one person is Georgia Tech affiliated. And then we've also made exceptions to the rule for some of the um, local schools uh, like Spell and Morehouse where they're just developing the program and we see this talent that we want to, you know, help out and, and really believe are going to be um, uh, building the next big thing. Um, they come through the program. The, the accelerator portion of CreateX is a 12-week summer accelerator. You apply into it. We'll, um, we'll incorporate you over the summer. We have some great in-kind resources from law firms like Foley and Lardner um, and accounting uh, services from Bennett and Thrasher that help uh, incorporate you. Um, we give some seed funding, just 5K. And the whole goal of the summer is show product market fit, show that there's a, some subset of customers that value what you uh, what your product is and you know may be willing to pay you for it. <clears throat> but the, they believe that you're solving their problem for them. Um, <clears throat> it's a fast summer. We want you to, you know, be talking to people and pivot um, as you're learning uh, every week. And the whole goal of it is by the end of the summer, we'll have a demo day where you'll present. Um, historically, it's been at the Fox Theater when we weren't in a pandemic, um, where you get to present to um, a thousand plus people of uh, investors and stakeholders and, and other students um, to learn about what you're working on. And then every team is uh, assigned a mentor? That's right. We uh, we have coaches that are are there that meet with um, uh, meet with the founders um, every week, and then the beauty of Georgia Tech is that we have this rich ecosystem of really accomplished alumni or um, uh, sponsor partners to just a whole vast array of resources um, that can help expedite and you know expedite your learnings every week. Um, learn what their problems are, talk to as many different people and uh, open doors for them. So that's a huge, you know, what we call uh, unfair advantage that we can provide to our students. Now, earlier you mentioned that you've launched uh, hundreds of startups. Can you share any of the successes? Sure. Um, this past fall was a, um, a big win for us where we had uh, several startups do well. So, uh, our most successful startup by venture valuation is Stored uh, here in town, which is a supply chain management um, uh, startup. Sean uh, Henry came in uh, as a freshman uh, after his freshman year into our program. Um, it was a great example of just they went after a consumer model and after a year um, had some success doing the consumer model and then saw the opportunity in solving this on a B2B level. Um, they uh, started growing their base out. They got great funding from uh, West Coast investors like Kleiner Perkins and Founders Fund. And then with the pandemic accelerating things um, and the problem that they were solving, uh, making such bigger, they were able to raise a, a lot more money. They were just recently valued at $1.1 billion. Um, we've had companies, uh, startups that did uh, online virtual school, which um, uh, developing a high school program 
for uh, largely homeschool students. Um, they were launched in 2019. Also, the pandemic was able to, you know, accelerate the the need and um, uh, the the market for parents looking for an alternative solution uh, for their uh, for their kids. They raised uh, $19, 20000000 million and are valued um, uh, a little above $90 million. Um, last I heard, this was last fall, so they've probably increased in value since then. And then our other startup, Reframe, which is a company that helps you reduce alcohol consumption. Um, they just uh, recently closed uh, a large round at the end of last year. Um, uh, valuing them uh, over $100 million, too. So we're seeing a lot of startups that have uh, addressed, you know, they may start it off consumer, they may go to B2B, but um, finding really impactful ways to solve the problems that they're, they're trying to, uh, that they face. So what do you need more of? How can we help? You know, we're always looking for uh, one mentors and people who can uh, look at the startups, provide guidance, and and uh, give them just some um, direction, expose them to problems that that could be solved, or there could be other uses for their um, for what they want to do. Um, for us, we're kind of a grassroots organization, and we'll be looking for um, providing um, just the support. You know, whether it's financial or mentor or mentoring support, we grow through the partnerships that we have with different um, uh, different groups. So, if you're interested in partnering with us, go to our website create-x.gutech.edu and reach out. We can see some of the startups that we've launched and just see, you know, who you're willing, uh, who if you see um, that they're solving a problem that you know interests you, to reach out to them. Uh, to some of our portfolio startups. Now, do you have any upcoming events? Our next big event will be at the end of the summer. Um, it'll be our demo day event. Um, it'll be August 25th. Um, we're looking to have it in person if all everything goes well. And that's when you get to see, we'll be launching 80 plus startups this summer too. Um, and you get to see just the latest class and some of the um, problems that they're solving. Um, and I think it's it's a it's a signature event for Georgia Tech that encourage everyone to see what kind of the next generation of founders are thinking about. And uh, is it too late to apply? We are extending the deadline today. Uh, tonight is the uh, application deadline, and we'll be uh, extending it for another week or probably about another two weeks, actually, um, to bring in some founders, but we have a just a great number of applications coming in that we'll be serving, but no, it's not too late to apply and you can go on our website to submit an application. Well, congratulations on all the success. Uh, once again, the website is create-x.gatech.edu, create-x.gatech.edu. Edu. Thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Really appreciate the time and uh, helping, uh, helping our students get the exposure out there. So enjoyed it. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio. 